Welcome to Grace to Gather podcast. At Grace to Gather, our goal is to foster the art of hospitality in such a way that we are building community, strengthening marriages and families, serving one another, and most importantly, creating an atmosphere where deeper relationships can thrive. Now, please join us for this week's episode with Damon and Neva. Hi, I'm Damon. And I'm Neva. Welcome to Grace Together. Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of making a plan. The book of Proverbs says that mortals make elaborate plans, but God has the last word. Humans are satisfied with whatever looks good, but God probes for what is good. Put God in charge of your work, then what you've planned will take place. Proverbs also says that who would start building a barn without counting the cost? Basically saying you need to have a plan before you commit to something. Yes. So I think we, you know, can all recognize that when, um, when we do not plan properly, we usually have poor performance. Yeah, that's, that's, I've been in construction for a long time. And one of the things that we always say is that proper planning prevents poor performance. So, right. Absolutely. Um, so I think that, you know, we talk a lot about planning and calendaring and, you know, just having a mindset and a heart of being prepared in relationship to hospitality. The reality is, is that that's how we should approach everything <laughs> right we're uh-huh. specifically talking about hospitality. And so we're, you know, focusing it towards hospitality, but, um, it really is good life practice. And, and how would you say that we do in relationship to planning on a, um, you know, real life basis? <laughs> uh, well, I think we pretty, we're pretty good at it because we've, um, we've, had to uh, plan. We we have so many things going on in so many different directions with um, with a, a construction company, uh, a farm, um, the many areas of ministry that we um, are involved in. That we have got to be on top of our calendar and uh, make a plan. And uh, and it's it's so important uh, for you or for anybody um, to take into consideration, um, not only your own personal schedule, but the schedule of, uh, your other family members who will be involved, uh, in the practice of hospitality. So I think I would answer that question a little differently. Um, I think that we do a really good job of, um, creating a plan. And then I think that we have a tendency to throw the plan out the window as circumstances develop in our life. Well, you know, the old saying in the military is that uh, no battle plan survives first contact. Oh, okay. Is that, <laughs> is that, is that what it is? <laughs> so really, we live our life um, with military precision? Uh, n- not even close. <laughs> Uh, no, but we, I think we do our best. Um, and you know, uh, but like it, like Proverbs says, you know, we make, um, our plans, but you know, the Lord knows what is really going to happen. So we, you know, we do our best to, to plan, um, 
you know, we try to be spontaneous um, at times as well, but you can't be truly spontaneous unless you're truly prepared. Um, we've been doing this long enough that um, we we're mostly prepared at any given time uh, to practice hospitality or can be prepared in a very short amount of time uh, to have people into our homes. Right, right. And we also, um, you know, have a tendency to, um, you know, kind of be in cycles in relationship to how and when we practice hospitality. Because of just the different elements in our life, there are times where, you know, we um, generally are fortunate enough to get away for a number of weeks, once or twice a year. And so the lead up to um, taking our RV and going somewhere and being gone for a few weeks and then getting back and having to, you know, step back into the normalcy of our life will put us in, you know, kind of these cycles where we're gone for six weeks or eight weeks from a hospitality perspective. And then we get back and we get everything back under control. And then we just kind of roll right back into hospitality. Mm -hmm. And then we have people over on almost a weekly, sometimes multiple times a week. So, you know, we kind of have found this um, rhythm that works for us where we're very intentional about the relational components of hospitality, but we do it in such a way that it works in our life. Right. Um, but I do want to say that even, even when we're traveling, um, we've actually had, you know, um, people tell us, man, you guys are great hosts, even though you're not in your own home. Uh, cause even when we're on the road, uh, we will invite people over, uh, for dinner and, and, uh, just serve them, uh, as we go. Um, but you're very right. We're, you know, we go through cycles, um, uh, not only that, but there's there's cycles, you know, on the farm where you know a lot of times in the in the spring or winter it can be very muddy and and icky uh, outside, um, and we like to host people outside at times when we can. Uh, we've got a great outdoor uh, living space um, that's perfect for uh, having people over. And we like to use that as much as possible, but there are times of the year that we can't use that just because of a weather standpoint. Um, so we have multiple areas uh, around our home uh, that we can use depending upon, you know, what is uh, most appropriate. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So I think um, this episode, you know, our focus is making a plan. And I think that, you know, the question that you might ask is, okay, well, so, you know, where do I start? So, you know, I, I think that for most people, you when it comes to getting together with friends or family or other people, it, you know, it's just kind of a, you know, it's, um, so-and-so's birthday. Can you guys come over or, you know, Hey, it's a game day. Can you guys come over? We'll do appetizers or, Hey, you guys want to come do a barbecue on Friday night. And it's this real casual, um, we hang out together all the time and so we bounce back and forth between each other's houses. Our kids bounce back and forth or whatever it looks like. Mm -hmm. And so, like, why do you need to make a plan for hospitality? Well, I mean, I'm all about, you know, you have, you know, being casual and, and just ha having people over for fun and all that. But when it comes to um, to 
the actual practice of hospitality where you are intentionally uh, serving uh, other people and making them feel honored and welcome, that that takes planning and it takes uh, um, intentionality uh, on your part uh, to do that. So when we're talking about hospitality, we're, we're talking about something um, different than just, you know, having your friends over for game day kind of thing. We're, we're talking about actually serving them intentionally. Right, right. And I think that, um, you know, we have our family over very regularly and, uh, you know, we wouldn't probably consider that, that that would fall into the hot type of hospitality that we're talking about. It's very casual. It's very last minute. Sometimes, it, you know, it's every other Sunday regularly where the whole family's there, we're contributing to the meal and it, you know, it's just all about hanging out together and it's loud and fun and, and, um, you know, the house is possibly a mess, likely a mess because why would I clean before the whole family comes over? Before the hooligans show up. Right. (laughs) And, you know, so, um, so I think that, you know, there, there's, you're exactly right. It's saying you know what? My heart is to serve people. My heart is to sit across the table from people that I don't normally sit across the table from and get to know them better, understand them better, and know that by doing that, we are building community. We are, you know, transforming not only um, our existing community, but we are including people in our community. And then they as well are including people in their community. And so our community is growing. And um, ideally, our understanding of people is growing and our empathy for people is growing. And, you know, just all of those things that allow us to um, look at people differently. And I think that it's really easy to be in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But it's not so easy when you begin to get out of your comfort zone. Right, right. So when um, when planning out your your calendar and your schedule, what things um, do we need to consider um, in practicing hospitality? Right. Well, I think that we, um, you know, first off, just need to consider our own family or even personal rhythm, and um, how you know it's really important that you are um, being activated in the space that you function well in. And so what I mean by that is that, you know, there are a lot of people that are very type A and they are on top of their calendar, they're on top of their time, you know, they're very much check it off their list sort of people, which you tend to be more along that line. And um, and then, you know, there's there are people that, it, more important than the list in the calendar is just that they get to hang out with people and they don't, you know, they're, they're not going to be nearly as concerned about the how, the when, or the why as they are about the opportunity to just be with people. And so I think the first thing you need to do is really just, you know, look at, at yourself and your family and, and the dynamics and determine, okay, so if we're going to begin to, um, you know, invite people into our home and have a heart of service through hospitality. What does that look like for us? Mm -hmm. How do we, 
um, add those hours into our time um, on a weekly basis or a monthly basis or whatever that looks like? How do we add those hours in and still function in a way that works for us? Because there's not any, you can't offer peace to people if you're not at peace. And so if having people into your home causes you anxiety and stress or, you know, you, you feel rushed or flustered or any of those things, then you can't easily offer peace to the people that are coming into your home. So you yourself have to be at peace. And we'll get into this a lot more in upcoming um, episodes. But so I think the long-winded answer to that question is, um, you know, just know yourself and know how, how you work and then, you know, extend hospitality out of that. And so for me, um, you know, my house is not clean. A lot of the time we are in and out and, you know, we've said before we have animals. And so, um, I don't have enough time to have a spotless house. I mean, it's not the top priority. There are other priorities that I put above that. And so if I wanted to pay somebody to come in and clean my house, then, you know, that'd be, that'd be a whole other conversation, but that's not how we live our life. And so it gets messy sometimes. So I tend to want to group hospitality times together. Mm -hmm. I tend to want to say, okay, let's this weekend, have someone over on Friday night and someone over on Saturday night. And sometimes we'll even do Sunday after church, depending upon what it looks like. And so what that does for me is it gives me, you know, a, a, a date on the calendar that I know I have to accomplish a certain number of things to be ready to have people in my home and have my house at the place that I would like it at. But then once I get it there, then it's easy to keep it there from Friday to Saturday and to Sunday. And so for me, that works. So it's finding what works. Right. And then that gives you, you know, if we usually do that maybe two weekends a month um, and then it allows the other two weekends uh, for us to to really get a lot of things accomplished around uh, the house and the farm as as we need. Um, one of the other things uh, to consider as well uh, in in planning out your calendar is, you know, is to, you know, kind of know your 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 busyness, your level of busyness in your life um, and really kind of maybe, um, look at what things, um, that you could maybe eliminate from your calendar that would allow space for, uh, something that's more important because often we let, uh, just the, these little busy work things, um, that aren't really important, uh, take up a lot of our time. And, uh, there are things that, are much more important and have much more impact, um, to people around you, um, that should be in that space instead of those, you know, little minuscule things. So, you know, kind of do a deep dive, uh, look at, um, your, your normal calendar and say, Hey, what can I, what can I get rid of, uh, in this to create some space? Yeah. So what can I sacrifice? Right. Which the reality is, is that, Serving generally requires sacrifice. Serving almost always requires sacrifice, yes. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So, now that we've got um, a look at our calendar, so the next step is to, you know, set a date on the calendar as to when uh, you want to invite people over. Um, 
Yeah. And so like, if you know, for us, if you look out <coughs> and you set a date that is, um, you know, we know we're going to set the weekend of the 15th um, for having guests into our home, mm-hmm. then we may look out and determine that, you know what, probably around the 30th, we're going to do it again. And, you know, we kind of can look out and, and know what our schedule is going to look like based on that date. Right. And then make a, make a list, um, of people that you would like to invite over, um, and get to know. And, you know, and if you're just getting started with this, um, I'm going to encourage you to, to start with, uh, with your friends, uh, people that you already know well, um, and, and have them over as, uh, but be intentional, uh, about doing things differently and, and actually serving them. Uh, and you can even let them know, you know, you're, you're, you're a test subject for, uh, for diving into this practice of hospitality. Um, and they'll get a kick out of it and you'll have a lot of fun. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, make a list. I mean, really, I think, okay, well, there are list makers and then there are those that don't make lists. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I am a list maker. I generally have multiple lists going and, and I'm, I do it all by hand. So I scratch it out and I'm throwing it away and I take things from one list and put it onto my new list. And, and, you know, so I'm not the most organized list maker, but, um, but I think really when you begin to think about putting a date on the calendar, you know, then you can think about, um, you know, who, um, who am I going to invite, start to make a list, you know, what do I want to cook? What do I feel good about cooking? Um, you know, is there anything I need to do in my house? Um, and, you know, we're not talking that you need to, you know, like repaint your whole house. We're not talking about that kind of do. But is there, um, is there something that I have been neglecting to, to take care of because of whatever reason that I would feel much better taking care of that before – I had people into my house on a regular basis, you know, that, that kind of, of a list, you know, so you're kind of just thinking through, you know, what are some things that I would like to do before we actually have people into our home, you know, and it's like, do you have the same pillows on your couch that you've had for the past 15 years and you've been wanting to buy new pillows, but it just is kind of one of those things that you never do, but maybe you should do because you've kind of neglected it, you know, that kind of thing. And again, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you have to spend money that you have to make things perfect or, you know, maybe you just need to wash all the cushions on your couch. I mean, I don't know, you know, but just really <laughs> kind of thinking through, you know, are there, are there things that I've neglected that would maybe make me not have people over that I need to put my attention on? Yeah. So after you've uh, um, kind of made your list of the things that you need to do and maybe the people that you would like to invite, um, then you kind of prepare your invitation uh, and who you're going to invite. Um, and we'll talk about that more uh, next week. And then after that, uh, we'll talk about uh, meal preparation. Meal planning. Meal planning. We'll talk about mm-hmm. the meal plan. So we won't get into meal preparation yet, but we'll right. okay. begin to talk about laying out a meal plan in advance and why that would be beneficial. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first thing you're going to do as you make a plan is you're going to start with your schedule and figure out what dates are available. You're going to consider your family and your lifestyle. You're going to have a conversation with your spouse and with your kids just 
talking about the fact that you want to have people into your home more often and you want to um, extend hospitality in a more uh, intentional manner. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you actually, um, you know, set dates on your calendar that fit with your lifestyle and, um, and your, your busyness, uh, it gives you more confidence, um, in inviting people into your home, uh, because you know that it, that it's going to work. Yeah. Well, and you know, like last season when we had the wheelers on, Ellen shared the story of the family that lived across the street from them and they would regularly when they were outside and they would see Lee and Alan, they would invite them over. They'd say, Hey, you guys come in, you know, come, we haven't seen you. We haven't, you know, talked to you. We want to connect with you. So come over and, and the, they were, Ellen said that they were just intentional and they made, um, Lee and Ellen feel very, um, wanted and loved you know, that, that, that there was such intentionality with that connection. And so I think it's just really important as we continue to talk about hospitality, you know, we are giving you a roadmap, so to speak, that really is intended to kind of scale across all different types of personalities and all different types of situations. And so, you know, we're not saying that this is how you have to practice hospitality. We're giving you tips and ideas Mm -hmm. in order to help you step into the art of practicing hospitality. If it's not something that you have already normally done, you know, if you're somebody who regularly invites people into your home, who regularly, again, like Lee said, you know, his parents were like, you know, come over after the game, come over here, come over there. And there was no pre-planning. His mom had food on and, you know, it was a party and it was something that happened regularly and it was joy-filled and loving. And, you know, if that is who you are, that is great. I mean, we're certainly not telling you that there's a, there is a way and this is the way. We're just giving you tips and ideas if you haven't regularly um, been a part of extending hospitality in your life. Yeah. So um, that's it for today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Please continue to send in your questions. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. And we hope that we can um, answer them and and give you some insight uh, that we've learned over uh, the couple decades that we've been practicing hospitality. Um, We love doing this and uh, we love seeing uh, the change that it makes in other people's lives. So join us next week as we talk about... um, the invite. Yes, we will see you next week on Grace Together. Thank you for joining us on this journey of hospitality. Please like, follow, and share us on social media. For more information, you can also check out our website at gracetogather.com. Join us next Wednesday for another episode of the Grace Together podcast.